Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. Now, Industrial Talk has a direct link to a new report about Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security. The new report analyzes improved ROI and reduced complexity. The Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security provides customers significant savings and benefits in the following way. Faster time to industrial OT protection, reduce operational complexity, and reduced risk to the organization. Find out more how Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security helps you better manage, secure, and protect your OT assets while providing safe access to the assets and services required to modernize your operations. Go out to paloaltonetworks.com, download your copy today, and begin lowering your risk and achieving your 351% ROI. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, welcome to Industrial Talk, and thank you very much for your continued support of a platform that is dedicated to industrial professionals all around. You are bold. You are brave. You dare greatly. You innovate. You collaborate. You solve problems each and every day. You're making the world a better place. Thank you very much for what you do, and that's why we celebrate you on Industrial Talk. We are broadcasting from SMRP's 31st Annual Conference here in Orlando. And if you are in the business of asset management, maintenance, or reliability, or if you have any desire to be in that business, your first stop is SME, SM, SMRP. Dot org. Go out there, find out more, get connected, and you'll be able to sort of connect with people like Carl. Carl with a K, not Carl with a C. Let's get cracking. Carl. Dr. Carl. Back yes. in the house. Happy to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me, Scott. Failure pre- Prevention Associates. Yes, sir. The longest URL known to man. Uh, that's not completely correct, however, because we're just failureprevention.com. Did you, get it? Did you get it really? Failureprevention.com? Yeah. Yeah, it took me a little bit. It's yeah, I was just going to say it. Yeah, I was just going to say. That's, uh, yeah. But you got it. I did get it, yes. Yeah, that was a, its own ordeal. And I don't know who the powers would be to do that, but I had put in for it and then lost battery power on my laptop. Went back the next day and it was already taken. Oh, Snapdragon, man. And I thought, how could somebody know? I was so close because it wasn't taken. They know. 24 hours before. So know. there's some domain campers out there, and you know, I get they're trying to make a buck, but that's uh, it's a little dirty. Anyways, couldn't oh, even I, talk I, about I that. We got that. it. .com, failureprevention.com. You can come see us and learn all about the various services, trainings, and tools that we have vetted. How do you come on? Success. Let's just like, but, oh, I'm sorry. Let's, for the new listeners out there that don't know Dr. Carl with K, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, Dr. Carl Hoffauer, uh, co-founder of Failure Prevention Associates. I was the chief of physical rehab for a medical group in the Silicon Valley for the last eight of my 18-year careers as a doctor. Um, board certified in chiropractic, postgraduate in neurology. Uh, went to uh, actually did some special education and certification for operating an X-ray. So that's why the medical group wanted me, is because then I could do the X-ray suite, or conduct velocity. Anyways, we did all that. Healthcare is a very unhealthy business in America, so I don't need to go into that. No, we don't want to because we're here at SMRP. Exactly. 
but I left in 2007, so it's crazy to think it's been 15 years since I left healthcare. So I'm, a couple more years, I'll be in reliability more than I was in healthcare. But the reason I made the jump to this was I saw a correlation between what we do is a blood draw. We yeah. do an oil sample here in reliability. Instead of doing an EKG to look at heart waves, we do vibration signature analysis, yeah. right? Instead of doing an X-ray, we do thermal image to look at hot spots. So there's a lot of correlations that I noticed between what I did when I was running the department and doing diagnostics on humans to doing diagnostics on machinery. So that's how I made the transition, and I formed Failure Prevention Associates almost 16 years ago to be a resource to help sell tools that we vetted to make sure these are the proper tools that meet your needs and your budget. We would train you to use those tools so you can get the results that the technology was supposed to give you. And then we found that people said, listen, I don't have the manpower, or but I do have the budget. Can you do it as a service? Use the tools and give us the deliverable results. So our purpose is to help our clients make decisions from a position of knowledge. That's our purpose. Our mission is to help industries reduce failures through optimizing and assisting with people, their process, and their asset management. Okay, let's just get right into it. We were going to be talking about skills gap, right? Growing need. Yes. Growing need. There's always a skill. But I want to ask the question and begs the question of how do you differentiate your services, your business, your company from, from many others that have a similar mission? Sure. Well, <laughs> outside of the fact that you're cool and I, 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 I've been losing weight and I feel good about myself and I've been eating right, that, that, that doesn't cut it. Well, and I found out the, the foods that I was allergic to and having inflammation to, that helped a lot. But what are you allergic to? Beef, broccoli, banana, tuna, turkey, tomatoes. Shut the front. How in the heck? What life is that? Salmon, lamb, redfish. Uh -huh. And chicken are the main protein sources. It's not that I can't have beef. I don't really want to go off this board. No, no, it's okay. But, it's not a problem. But anyways, that's helped me on my journey. For I'm driving this ship. You are. I am. And uh, if I want so to know. <laughs> if you want to know, I'm, get, I'm here to answer. Oh, I know how you did that. Never mind. I was just going to say that's a magic trick, what you just did. But it, never mind. Never mind. Okay. So, so, on radio. so how? I was just how? messing with the chords. Yeah. Uh, how how are we different? Yeah. Well, the how do you differentiate is, all that? Well, here's the main thing: is we care enough that we suck less than the other guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, try that's it's something. <laughs> that's a so, hell of a bumper sticker. It is. Yeah. Now it actually came from a documentary on the Navy SEALs where they made them swim 20 miles offshore, run with heavy rucksacks sacks through the hills of the yeah. of the Catalina Islands and then do shooting long and short distance and they got like 70 to 75% of the shooting score and the master chief was like you know this evolution go a lot easier if you men would just suck a little less <laughs> <laughs> so, but really seriously how 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 do so, you truly differentiate well like on skill gaps our skill gap came about, we have a national standard that we follow, and my guys are certified proctors with NCCER, which is a long name for a standard that's very popular on the Gulf Coast to differentiate apprentice, journeyman, and master in a different craft. So mechanic, millwright, electrician, instrumentation, pipe fitter, boilermaker, crane rigger, crane operator, those are the main core areas that we can do skill gap assessments on, which encompasses a vast majority of what plants, mines, and mills need. So our standard, we're not just saying best practice and it's arbitrary, it's based on a national standard. And when we do our assessments, we're comparing them to where 
where how do you do this we're not showing them like this is how you should change bearing we're saying show us how do you change bearing what parts did you use what tools do you have so a lot of people are getting into IoT and AI. We certainly have solutions that we vetted for that. But what we're finding is with the silver tsunami, right? Gray hair retirements mm-hmm. or washing away skills, know-how and knowledge, that the newer guys, not that they're not smart, not that they don't want to do a good job, but they don't have a depth of understanding in the real world. So we do an assessment with their work orders, with their tools on their site, on their machines, and we see how do they do their maintenance. How often are they getting break-ins from operations saying, hey, I need you over here, and they're stopping the work that they were planning and going to do an emergency work order? How's that working? How is their bill of materials? Do they even have a bill of materials? How's the work order? Is it detailed? Does it tell them what tools they're going to need? Or is it just broke pump, please fix pump? Right? So that mm-hmm. helps you with the quality because there's an it's, it's amazing to me how often maintenance gets blamed for things that has nothing to do with that. So, in fact, there's a presentation I was a keynote on that I still give on the five things that affect reliability that have nothing to do with maintenance. So, we'll go in and do a maintenance assessment of skills, and we'll find it had nothing to do with the maintenance guys are actually good. The work order system is off. There's constant harassment and break-ins from operations. There's a lack of leadership to help these guys move in the right direction. Or... There has been so much punishment on maintenance that they get blamed for everything. Procurement bought yeah. you know, low-quality parts, and it fails, and they blame maintenance. But it was a good procurement decision. Yeah. So. But you, you, you create this sort of uh, assessment of where they are and, it, it, and, and then a, a, a roadmap on, on how to how close to, the gaps. Yeah. yeah. So we'll go through and do an assessment, and uh, well, let's just say we did an assessment on mill rights. So we went into doing a mechanical assessment. So we have 19 core areas that we look at, and then we add or subtract based on what you do. So if you're a food processing company, you're going to have different maintenance needs than someone who's mining you know, potash, right? We just did a two-week assessment out in New Mexico. So depending on what your industry is, we'll decide with you which skills we really need to look at besides the 19 core areas and then we do that assessment and each person has in all let's say it was 23 areas we assessed there is an assessment from 1 to 10 on where they are in their skill level right 10 being the highest a master anything below a 6 is an apprentice mm-hmm. or lower mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we say okay so this guy needs help in these 7 areas these are the specific things that they need to be trained on so then you can your training department can take that and go, oh, okay, I've got five guys that need assessment or training in this skill. I can bring in this person or I can bring in this OEM to help us or this repair shop to help us understand that. Or we can use failure prevention. I mean, we're there to be a resource to do the trainings, but we don't have to be. You are having a technical individual program for every single How do you do you do you have this conversation with your executives? Like the executives of these organizations and saying, "Hey, we, we're just we want to elevate uh, the quality of your, you know, valuable resources, the people." You, I mean, that's a fair statement. But usually, what we say is, "How well are you executing with maintenance? Are you seeing your first-time fix rates at the same level? Are they better than they used to be, or are they worse? Like you're having more breakdowns, and often it's it's worse. So it's very real to people that." The baby boom, boomer generation is retiring, right? Tens of thousands are leaving the workforce every day, and we're not able to replace them. And then who we're able to replace them with have not had the depth of skills from 
junior high and high school working in vocational areas or just what you used to do with your dad. You know, I mean, I used to have to change parts of my dad. My yeah. kids know how to jump a car battery, yeah. right? How many kids, how many people right now who are listening, could you ask your children, you hand them jumper cables, go, yeah. go jump that car battery, yeah. right? Do they know positive and negative electricity? Yeah. Don't, don't cross it. Yeah, don't cross it. <laughs> You'll learn fast. <laughs> exactly. Don't lick the terminals. Yeah, yeah, right? don't. You'll learn fast. So there, so there's a there's a known gap. So where we usually ask them is how well are your maintenance people doing at executing the job, and what you know. And usually it's an opinion. We we'll say, well, we'll give you a, a fair understanding of what it is. And several times we've had it where your maintenance people are actually really good. It's the leadership and the understanding where operations gets to impinge upon maintenance jobs, and that's where we saw a departure. Now other places. You know, we just finished uh, last month, we did an assessment of two different plants. And one plant is fantastic, and the other plant is abysmal. Hmm. But it's because of the leadership. Yeah. You know? And so uh, we call them as we see them. We give them the assessment, like, this is what's going on. However, here's the cure. Here's your roadmap that we would recommend. And this is, we're following these best practices. Like the five pillars of maintenance at SMRP, uh, evangelizing. Where do you see it going? I mean, what's your next? Uh... We see it continuing. Now, one of the things I see is is where AI and IoT can help is we're having a shrinking workforce. And we're, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So because yeah. of that, you're going to have to make decisions on what to work on now versus before you had a, not that you had a great luxury, but you did if you had more time. Now you're going to yeah. have less time. The post-COVID logistics on spare parts is a real issue that I never foresaw. No you know, kidding. Last, oh, it's people all the time, they can't get spare parts. Huh. So, I mean, communist China is having a huge recession that they're not really talking about, but it's getting out Not there. a surprise. Yeah, exactly. So, because there was an over-reliance on Chinese manufacturing, and we saw the consequences of that with COVID, and they're having their own problems over there, plus just the shipping coming over here. You know, we had those huge backlogs at the port. Mm -hmm. And while mm -hmm. that's improved, there's still an issue of getting stuff unboxed and, and delivered to the distribution houses. So we see that there's even more need for proactive and predictive, not because you're just trying to get ahead of failures, but you need that knowledge and extra lead time to plan what well, you're yeah. going to do. Yeah. Right? But if your solution is... We're just going to throw guys at it, and they're not using a best practice. That means you may have to revisit that failure again and again. And that's where always where the money is, is on downtime, the unplanned downtime. As you can see, people are... <laughs> right, everybody's breaking down. Yeah, everybody's breaking down. You came late. You had a lot of slots. No, 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 no. You came late as in your booth and everything. You weren't here for the, the kickoff. Oh, for the kickoff. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. On, uh, we were told that we needed to be here Tuesday, so that's fine. Yeah. It's always somebody else's fault. I'm taking responsibility next time to be more proactive. That's for sure. I'm not trying to shirk the responsibility. <laughs> somebody get a hold of you. <laughs> if somebody you says, hey, uh, I want to know more about you. Go to failureprevention.com. Yep. All right. You can find me on LinkedIn. There's only one K Carl. So Carl Hoffauer uh, on LinkedIn. Or feel free to email me at carlh at failureprevention.com. Well, we're going to have all the contact information for Dr. Carl out on Industrial Talk. If you haven't listened to his past uh, conversations, well, you should. So just go to Industrial Talk, type in Carl Hoffauer, you'll find his all of his conversations on this particular platform. 
We love and appreciate you, Scott. You're doing a great job. And there goes the lights. Lights out. It's going to work out great. All right, we're broadcasting from SMRP, the 31st Annual Conference here in Orlando, and it has been a great conference. We All of the vendors are packing up as we speak. It's real time. Go out to smrp.org. Find out more. Be a part of the solution. You will not be disappointed. So thank you very much for joining. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Again, never a bad conversation with Carl. SMRP was the event. Put that on your calendar. Failure Prevention Associates is the company. We're talking, we were talking about skills gap analysis. It is a must. We got to do it. You got to see where things are at. And you need, you need skilled individuals to be able to take you on that journey to be able to identify those gaps and then develop a path, a, a program around filling those gaps. Failure Prevention Associates, uh, highly recommended. A five hard hat recommendation coming from Industrial Talk. All right, go out to Industrial Talk. Industrial Talk has... We have uh, an ed- education system. We have webcasts. We have podcasts. Education is the name of the game. Educate, collaborate, and innovate is the name of the game. And that's what Industrial Talk is dedicated to you. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with Carl Associates, and uh, you'll change the world. We're going to have another great conversation shortly.